Sacred Space. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space here in West Limit 102. My name is John Keeley. Still joined the studio here by Anne and, of course, Geraldine Creighton from the Manual Community. And Geraldine, of course, was on a few years ago uh, and um, explained to us what the Manual Community is all about and who's, what's involved and so on and so forth. So welcome back again, Geraldine. And I know since then you've certainly moved on to a lot of other things. But just to start off with, the Manual Community, who are they and what are they and where are they? Well, this was the Emmanuel community is international, first of all. It's in at least 67 countries uh, around the world. I, I read recently that it's been renewed again in Burundi. So it's it started again in one of the countries wow. of Africa. So sometimes it starts and it fades, and but now it's back again. So we're talking about maybe 10,000 or so members of the community around the world. Uh-huh. Men and women, single, married, priests, consecrated uh, men and women. Um, so from all over the world, with, with a focus on on the Lord, the, the, it's um, founded after Vatican II, after the prayer for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that Pope mm. uh, John the Twenty Third prayed, "Pour out your Spirit on on the Church again, renew our wonders in our day as by a new Pentecost." This was his prayer. Along yeah. came v- Vatican II, and then after that came all of the the movements, uh, including out of the Charismatic Renewal, and that's where the community came. The foundational grace was out of the Charismatic Renewal, and this year is a big year, uh, fifty years now since the the outpouring of the Holy Spirit first happened in Catholic people uh, in the world, happened in America and then spread around the world and the community in fact uh, started, even though it started in France, it received um, I suppose input and um, uh, yeah, witness a witness and, and people's stories from America and that kind of encouraged a hunger and a thirst for something more mm-hmm. and I know personally for me, you know one person said to me, I remember I was in college and you know, you, you think you know everything about your life and you think yeah. everything is fine, mm-hmm. but deep down there's this this knowing, mm-hmm. that kind of feeling that you yeah. know, what is it all about and uh, one person turned to me and said, you know, have you ever heard of the Holy Spirit and I said, of course I did yeah. of course I did, should I go in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, which I knew myself I hadn't a clue at it all and then it was only after that I, I received my Myself, um, a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and one of the the, the preacher of the pontifical household is Father Cantalamesa, and he, he talks about this. He preaches every well, he preached all during uh, Lent mm-hmm. to the Pope, and he always preached to the Pope during Advent, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he talks about baptism as a gift that needs to be released. You yeah. know, we have received this. We've received everything when we're baptized, so we are fully Christian. We have received the fullness uh, of all that God wants, uh, but it needs to be opened up. And that takes our consent and our desire as much as anything else. So God does his part in giving us the gift of baptism through the hands of the priest and and our parents who bring us. We get a chance then to say, okay, yes. So that's what confirmation is meant to be, this this yes. And we may may or may not experience it as this. Um, we'll have an opportunity later if you ever hear about uh, life and the life and spirit seminars Ooh, yeah. uh, if they're taking place anywhere nearby or if anyone wants to run them out there in a parish uh, anywhere across the Diocese of Limerick or anywhere in Ireland or anywhere we're very happy to, in the manual community to um, to help you um, come to this experience so you know just make make contact or make contact with with wherever life and the spirit seminar is going on and you will experience new life I was reading in um, on last Wednesday um, actually listening and I was really stunned mm-hmm. it was uh, something about the apostles you know when they were in prison yeah, yeah. and I know you mentioned earlier about the acts of the apostles yeah. always you know sometimes called which is through the acts of the Holy Spirit yeah. so who is the Holy Spirit well you kind of have to read the acts of the apostles yeah. and you discover this mm-hmm. 
person, this this something that made these men who were simply carpenters, fishermen, uh, tax collectors, ordinary people, young people, old people, these men, uh, and indeed there were women as well, mm-hmm. um, uh, there at, the, at Pentecost, transformed them completely, made them from full of fear into fear, fearless people, uh, reaching out to others. But there's a beautiful um, line when they were released from prison, they were by the angel um, from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5, and it, uh, the angel is leading them out through the prison gate, so they've yeah. been set free. And the angel turns to them, he said, as he leads them out, he says, go and stand in the temple, in other words, stand in the place where, yeah. Yeah. you know, you could be the church as well, stand yeah. at the temple, yeah. Yeah. and tell the people all about this new life. Mm-hmm. So they were transformed. They received a new life at Pentecost. And this is what we're, we prayed for. It was the Pope's prayer. Uh, renew your wonders. You know, mm-hmm. give us this new life, Lord. And it's it's our prayer for this new life. And um, uh, so coming right up to this time up to Pentecost, and we'll be heading to Rome as well to join the, the million or so, hopefully around the world, who will be praying this with the church, for the church. And Pope Francis is praying. It's his prayer too. He wants this. He wants a transformed church. Yes. And you know yes. that. And sometimes mm. the transformation mm. can be tough. What he's asking mm. is tough mm. and difficult. You kind of go, we couldn't do that. We couldn't do that. And it's true. We cannot without the Holy Spirit, without this extra help. That is actually our right yeah. Uh, and and promised to us. But that's nice to hear. That this is your right. It's your right, and mm. it's promised. Mm. It's a promise. Mm. The whole, mm. another name for the Holy Spirit is the promise of the Father. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. Isn't it though? So imagine if you, your Dad, promised you something. What a gift! But if your Dad promised you something, yeah. and he said, yeah. you know, you you know, you're going to get this. You know, when you're a child, you're going, you know, if you're good, <laughs> yeah. usually, yeah, yeah. if you're good, yeah, you're going to yeah. get this. Whether it be a trip to the a trip to the, the, to the movies, or it could be a bag of potatoes, or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you're waiting, 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 yeah. because it's promised. And then when you receive it, you know, there's that, you know, there's the, the sense of being, fe- the, the dignity you have. You, you feel, you feel you're made worthy. And the you're other thing rewarded. is that you believe that you're going to get it yeah, as you do. well. Oh, you do. Oh, you do. So you expect it. we need to believe and expect. You expect it. Yeah. You expect it. And sometimes, of course, our, our earthly fathers can let us down. But God the Father does not let us down. He is true to his promise. And I can testify that for my life day by day as I ask him, as I pray and ask him. And of course, the challenge is not to give up praying because it's very easy to stop asking. If if you get, you know, life pulls you down or you look around, you think, what is happening in the world? Why would mm. I even bother praying? Mm. But the truth is, pray for the littlest things. I really would. And yeah. you can pray for the big things as well, mm-hmm. of course. But it's in the little things, actually, that we learn We learn to, to almost see yeah. the yeah. little signs of God's presence with us. So I really encourage, encourage you to pray about the little things as well as the big things. Tell me, what do you think uh, is the importance of, of joining the community or living within the community? Well, I suppose the advantage of the community is that we have each other. Yeah. So it's not about my personal journey and my life. It's not all mm-hmm. me, me, me. Mm-hmm. It's about us. And, you know, I always think another name for the Emmanuel community are indeed any group that prays together is we're better together. Yeah. Better together. And it, and that goes for the church. We're better together on our own, isolated, cut off, hearts downward, um, not really... Not really seeing the truth and the fullness Mm. of the truth. And the fullness of the truth is, of course, Jesus. He is the truth. He has come that we might have life and have it Mm. to the full. Mm. And that probably was an expression that caught me very early on in my my life. I've come, John 10, 10, I've come that you may have life. It's a promise. I've come. Mm. Why did he come? He came that Mm. I personally... Mm. 
and every single person may have life to the full. So what is this life to the full? And I suppose that's that's the advantage of really asking and pleading with God to give us this life to the full, desire it, hope for it, look for it. Um, and I suppose I just wanted to share about a couple in the community in particular. You mm. talked earlier about Africa and, and the Pope's prayer for me is for the peoples of Africa. And you mentioned the three things. You mentioned reconciliation, pray, justice and peace. Mm. But I want to speak about a couple uh, members of the community, um, Cyprian um and Daphros, and they are, were founders actually of the community in uh, Rwanda. And their story is very interesting. Cyprian um, was a well-known intellectual. He was, this, you know, he was in, interested in culture. He was a composer, a singer, choreographer. He produced a vast, vast body of work mm. as part of the, that country's uh, heritage. He was brought up a Catholic, but he lost his faith. And um, in 1965, then he married uh, Daphros, uh, and this woman had great faith. She was a little younger than him, um, but she was a woman of great faith. But, in fact, the first 17 years of their marriage was very difficult because um, Cyprian himself caused his wife much, much suffering. And it was very difficult for her, but... She did not become disheartened. She mm-hmm. didn't lose heart. She prayed, prayed, prayed. She ne- in fact, she said she never stopped praying for mm-hmm. her husband and for his conversion. Because, you know, yeah. when we lose our faith, the prayer is, Lord, please bring him back. Bring him back, mm-hmm. bring him back. And this is what she did. And then in 1982, so we're going to 1965, right? Mm-hmm. But right up to 1982, he got uh, very ill. And in fact, the disease was really even, they couldn't really identify it, but he became very ill and left. It, this left him very weakened. And I suppose he was felt, he was humiliated by the whole, the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but in fact, he was freed from this illness, of course, in, by grace, by, by the, the love of the Lord and experienced. So he was healed physically and he had a sudden, he had a conversion. And there was a radical, radical change in this man. And we can put this down to the prayers of his wife, his wife who stayed faithful to him and the love she had uh, with him. So out of this uh, renewal in faith and healing physically came a renewal in the love of the marriage and... um, completely reawakened and they became a very very united couple so they never they were married before Mm. but they became a transformed couple and uh, it said that of them that they were extremely complementary you know that they 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 the, what gift one had, the other didn't have, and then the other had a, a different gift. So that mm. when they, they worked together beautifully mm. and that they were a radiant couple that was particularly known mm. about them. And th- this change in, in him, first of all, but in them as a couple affected so many people around them. Okay. So in the end, anyway, they, in 1989, they went to France and they came to Parlemonial and I was last time speaking, Parlemonial is the shrine of the Sacred Heart in France yes. and it is the heart, I would say, of the Emmanuel community. The community runs the shrine on behalf and has been given this by the church, for mm-hmm. the church to run it and welcome people to the shrine of the Sacred Heart of Jesus who appeared to St. Mark Mary way back mm. in the 17th century and really reviving uh, pilgrimages to this spot. But they came, like the world is coming to Parlemonial, they came and uh, had uh, met the community and received the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. God had a huge um, impact on them. And they decided then, out of this, that they would form a little group of the community where they were. And, you know, they were they were only themselves. There was nobody else. They kind of said, how how would they start anything? Mm, So... They they prayed anyway, and they received um, this little word of scripture in prayer, which was uh, from 1 Chronicles 22, and said, Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid or dismayed. Now begin the work. The Lord is with you. Mm. 
So yeah. they received it. So they, they read the mm. scriptures. They prayed. Mm. They prayed out of their Bible. And I think that's another source that we have in our lives. If we're ever looking for a word of hope, yeah. open your Bible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially open the Gospels, mm-hmm. you will receive a word of hope. And, and we find in the Gospel, even uh, the simplest of things will hit you and suddenly your heart is open and you receive the strength you need. So anyway, onwards and forwards they went and uh, founded the community. And very, very quickly there were a thousand people, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the community there. But um, the, this was the time of the rise of the uh, sectarian, oh, yes. uh, between tensions, ethnic tensions between the, Tuts, the, the Tutsis and the, the Hutus. Tutsis, yeah. And they spoke out, especially Cyprian was well known politically, and he spoke out against kind of forced segregation, carrying, or they had to put ethnic identity on their on their documentation, you know, like little uh, identity cards and yeah. everything. But nobody was listening. And so tensions grew and grew. And he was known because he was speaking out against uh, division, he was a target, and in the end, um, basically they, um, they 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 were they were uh, praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament with their with their children, and they were murdered. So they were became martyred, and and the place where they died was as as they prayed, and they were praying, of course, for their country. Um, so this happened on the seventh of April in uh, nineteen ninety four. This was the first day of the genocide, and that and they were killed on that day because they were so widely uh, widely known. And so they, I think, six of their ten children were murdered. So martyred. So themselves, six of their ten children. Um, as they were in prayer and then the community at that time scattered and people were killed but now obviously it's grown and grown in the community it's come back again and now uh, as of um, last year um, the cause for their beatification has been uh, moved oh. forward so this is a huge celebration first of all for the the people of Rwanda, Rwanda yeah. a place of, of such that, that a word of hope a word for um for for love for each other, for not separating, bringing people, you know, for for this unity between peoples, common heritage, common, uh, we we are all brothers and sisters. We are all children of God the Father. Um, we are loved, and that was mm. their message. And this, this is the message that that's spreading. So these are a couple in Africa whose life has made a huge and can still make a difference. So again, a couple that we, you can ask to pray for you, um, to pray through their intercession. For anybody who's in a difficult um, marriage, uh, maybe having even children, mm-hmm. husband, wife, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. Uh, or or in in places where you can't reconcile, so mm-hmm. you, you places of heart, whether within families or within communities, play, pray and ask this couple to pray. Uh, their prayers will, you know, mm-hmm. make a difference. What struck me there, and I was just relating it even back to the prayer for the Pope for Christians in Africa. That word justice, that guy was not afraid to stand up for justice. No. He could have kept his mouth shut yeah. and yeah. kept his head down. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. That's another thing as Christians, we have to be prepared to have the courage to stand up for justice yeah. for people who have been hurt and maybe we can do something about it. Yeah. So maybe the, maybe this particular person again is somebody we can pray through his intercession yeah. for us to be able to stand up for those who need us to stand up for them because if we don't stand up for them, yeah, who will? And it mm. will be the the Holy Spirit who actually will give us the courage to do it. That's you know, right. and sometimes mm. we know the right thing to do, um, mm. but we don't know how to do it. And we, I know it's the right. And you, yeah. you, you kind of you're 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 nearly beating yourself up. And that moment, you ask, "Come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy mm. Spirit," and then just go. And there's a beautiful line from Pope Francis. Um, 
um, he, he, it was one of his tweets recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at the, at the end, uh, the end of March, and he, he said, "You know, um, you know, just just ask uh, Jesus what he wants you to do, mm. and don't be afraid." Lovely. You know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. So, yeah. and that big thing, obviously, that holds mm. us back is our fear. But we're, we're listening. We're asking Jesus what He wants us to do. Don't be afraid. And of course, it's the Holy Spirit who will give us literally put courage in our. He will be the courage in our hearts, as Jesus, in fact, promised when the Holy Spirit would come. You know, He said you'd stand up in front of you know judges and you know remember the, you remember the speech you learned in your confirmation, and you will have the words to say. Mm. And you know, sometimes with God, yeah, it's a leap of faith, and it's mm. literally like that bungee jump. You know, yeah, you're yeah. jumping. Mm. You've mm. got the you've got the strap on you, your feet mm. or whatever. Mm. You're strapped mm. down mm. as secure as you can, uh, but you're on the ledge. And you know, the guy says to you, "Right now, you know, in order to experience the bungee jump, you actually have to jump off oh, yeah. and experience <laughs> the sailing through the air." Yeah, yeah. And this is our this is our exercise in faith. And as we jump. And our jump can be, as I say, pick the littlest things mm. to jump and trust in the Lord, and you will see that a your prayers are answered. B the Lord will give you the the words to speak. C you will experience a new joy in your heart because you actually have listened to that small voice mm. because that small voice is giving light, life. He's also um, he's also pushing you towards really your own deepest desires. But this small life, I mean, this small voice is open to us all. Yeah. It's not just a special paper. Oh, it's no. it's, we it's are, to, once we're all. baptized, you know, that's and right. even to be honest, those people yeah. who are not baptized mm. absolutely can mm. hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can move, moves where he likes mm. and where he wills because he is the Holy Spirit. And of course, God is God. Mm. Omniscient, omnipresent and, and yeah. absolutely um, real. And you mentioned that word early on transformed mm. and transformation comes again from listening to that voice isn't mm. that right from listening to the voice from listening and that the voice can come through others mm-hmm. it can come from within ourselves it can come from something we read it can come from something we see I mean as in the voice and a sense of God mm. and and how do you know you know and this is the question how do I know it will catch you mm. it will catch you off guard something it'll be a word it's like, as I said, when I, when I read that piece uh, from the Acts of the well, Apostles, actually, yeah. and uh, when the angel when said, the angel, yeah. angel of the Lord, open the prison gates. I said, I was saying to myself, imagine mm. an angel talking to you. Mm. That's actually what I was saying. And mm. says, tell the people about this, mm. about the new life. Mm. So and don't keep it to yourself. Tell yeah. the people about it. Mm. Because people are waiting to hear. Um, and why are, because when, they, when you speak and, 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 and people hear, or when I hear somebody speak, it touches my inner mm. being, Mm-mm. my soul. I am not just flesh and blood. I am absolutely a living person, a breathing person Mm-mm. who has needs, uh, physical Mm-mm. needs. Mm-mm. And absolutely. But there's a part of me that's, that's, that's dry as a bone. Mm. And it's like waiting for this, this almost like water on, on a dry, on a, you know, when you have a plant in the ground and it gets a bit of water, doesn't it just soak it up? Well, mm. that's my soul waiting for this word, literally this word of life, this fullness, this even to give me direction, focus, to give me, to renew my hope, mm. my, renew my belief that tomorrow can be better than today because I'm, I'm trusting maybe 
half a, half an inch more in the Lord than I was today, or I'm I'm able to put my faith in Him. You know, the great prayer of 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 the Sacred Heart that I learned as a child. We used to pray after the Rosary when we were children. Was uh, Oh Sacred Heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in You. Mm-hmm. Not all my all little bit of my trust, not just trust, but I place all. Oh, now that's that's a great prayer. Mm. It's a prayer we can say a hundred million times a day, mm. and we can only trust for a hundred, you know, a millionth of a second. Mm. But that's a that's trusting longer than we did yesterday. If you know what I mean, everything mm. can be uh, everything. Can, the Lord will help us uh, move forward little by little. Just two things, just before we finish off uh, this particular section. Um, Eucharistic adoration plays a important part in yeah the community yeah that's our, our well our life is around uh, adoration mm-hmm. compassion and evangelization we call these the three important points of our lives so we receive from the lord through eucharistic adoration and a devotion to the the blessed sacrament jesus real presence um jesus is the center mm-hmm. and so we look on him you know the cure of ours talked about you know he asked this woman in his parish you know who was sitting there in front of the blessed sacrament what are you doing and mm-hmm. she said to him, I'm looking at him and he's looking at me. And that's what yeah. adoration is. It's very simple, but there's a certain sense that this is this is a type of communion. And it's also a prayer. It's healing. Um, it's like the, the, the sun lamp, you know, that's mm-hmm. now yeah, banned yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, but certainly it's like sunshine. Yeah. On your soul, you know, and, it, and it's reviving. So that's part of our spirituality. Absolutely. And can you just give us just a few examples of the type of, of evangelization you've been involved with? Well, yes. Um, so we do an outreach in, in uh, shopping centres. We've been doing these type of outreaches on the streets and shopping centres since the community was founded in, in Ireland, um, back in Ireland, uh, certainly since the early the, the, the 90s. And um, How did that work? So we... Um, well, it's very simple. You, we usually have focus around Eucharistic adoration, mm-hmm. and we simply invite people in to light a candle and pray. And if they want to talk about the Lord, we listen to them. But mostly, we're uh, we're welcoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we move out. We also, you know, we can hand out leaflets. But mostly, it's to have conversations with people. And awful lot of people come with with uh, problems, um, needing prayer, needing consolation, uh, needed to be listened to. Some people are giving out to us, uh, and, and absolutely everybody is welcome. Um, everybody's welcome. And we've had really great conversations with people. Uh, the most important thing, I, I think, is to be really present mm-hmm. and to be present where people are um, and to go out on the streets, to go out in, in challenge shopping centres where we are in particular. But we've been on the streets in Dublin, on the streets in uh, Limerick, on the streets in other cities um, across Ireland and around the world um, to 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 show that Jesus is, is near. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, the word Emmanuel means God is with us. You know, that, that actually is saying that God isn't the one who's against us. God is the one who's with us. And he's not mm-hmm. with us, Emmanuel, as I say, as the community. He's with us, every single person in the world. God is with, he's for us, he's on our side. And um, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's why we, we go out. 
Um, is there a large an, or a big anniversary coming up? A 70th anniversary or something? Yeah, there's up? lots going on. Uh, there's lots going on. I mentioned mm. Sabrina Daffrose, and uh, you can pray for, you know, of course, Pierre Goussard, the founder of the community, mm. one of the two founders of the community. His cause is now moved from Paris to Rome, so his cause is for the next step towards beatification. Um, and then the other thing we have going on with the community has uh, care of a number of shrines around the world, mm. including I mentioned Parlemonial, the Shrine of the Sacred Heart of France. And another one, the shrine is called uh, Lille Bouchard. Again, it's in France and it's a shrine to Our Lady of Prayer. And um, Our Lady appeared there in 1947. And this is the 17th, uh, 70th anniversary of the uh, apparition. I hope that I can come back and talk a little bit more about this because it's a fascinating story sure and a story for give us great hope. And that anniversary will be coming up towards the end of the year, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception is, is when, when it happened in 1947, so yeah. We'll arrange something in that area. Now, I'm sorry about to, to cut you short down because we we'll really have to go for a second piece of music. But before we do that, if people want to find out more about the Emmanuel community, can you let us know your oh, website, yes. please? Well, Emmanuel community, uh, well, the dot .info is the international community site. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emmanuel Community Ireland is emmanuelcommunity.ie. And if you really want to kind of jump in uh, to not just the Emmanuel community, but in fact experience... Um, the Shrine of the Sacred Heart. We have a special session in Barlmonial um, from the 25th to the 30th of July where you can go. It's all in English and uh, English-speaking people from all around the world are going to be there. Pick your country. They're going to be there um, enjoying uh, beautiful sunshine, please God, mm. and a real experience, a real renewal, a real sense of, yeah, being made new through the love of God, through the through the heart of Jesus, in a way that you will actually find life giving. It will be fun, it will be dynamic, uh, and it'll even still in all of that be restful. Believe it or not, because you'll receive a completely new peace. So that that's available. Um, that's a link is available on our website. Well, the, the the only thing I can say about that is myself and I experienced that a few years ago. And you didn't overdo what you just said. You had every every little bit of that. It was beautiful. I'd recommend anybody who has any uh, time at all on their hands towards the end of July, maybe get in touch with uh, Geraldine there. Uh, and the and the ice web the, the ice email or the ice website. Emmanuelcommunity.ie. Okay. Or you can contact myself and I can put you in touch with Geraldine. Now, we'll have to go over a bit of music. Um, the next one you've got. Um, the next one is called Hope Israel. And this is after one of the Psalms uh, one three one. It's a beautiful, basically. Don't just don't give up hope. It's it's like a um, yeah a cry. Don't give up hope. God is listening. I like he it. He will answer. Let's hear it. I like it. Oh 
Sacred Space